Okay, so it's uh, County Food Truck, right? Right, yeah. On, and, and it's uh, Instagram and Facebook, Facebook, fa- and Facebook and Instagram at Comedy. Follow at, us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. At Comedy Food Truck. At Comedy Food yeah. Truck. That's it, just at Comedy well, Food Truck. YouTube. Don't forget the YouTube channel. Oh, and then YouTube. Yeah. And then subscribe YouTube. To YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And it's right. Comedy Food Truck on YouTube also, right? Yes. Okay, so, okay, so let's get a take. <laughs> You're listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. We talk life, food, relationships, and have fun with all of it. And now here's your host, comedian John Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Uh, we have a big show tonight. Yeah, today, I should say, it is uh, early November, which means Halloween is behind us. So hopefully some of you uh, are still okay after Halloween. <laughs> For the big Halloween, <laughs> from all the poison candy, you the ate. poison candy, the abductions, candy. everything else, candy. <laughs> yes, we'll explain who's in the trash can in a second. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, it's about the time of the year that most of your football teams are terrible. Mm. Not right? mine. No, no. Who's your team? Rams. Ah. Okay. Well, Congrats. and how long have they been you. your team? Uh, since as long as I can remember. Okay. Since they won. Yeah. Kudos to you. I even uh, hung on when they were in St. Louis. Okay, well yeah. then, not so kudos to you. Real Rams fans didn't like them when they're in. No, Sons. I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> just but, kidding. But you stayed. I stayed true. Stayed true. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, by now the Lakers have won at least one game. <laughs> they did. They won last night. <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, as of this recording, um, <laughs> the one, the one game. I am excited that you guys are here. We have a very, 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 uh, what do we call it? On a special Special episode. episode Very special episode. Yeah. We have a guest that I will mention in just a moment. But before we do, we're going to get around and introduce the uh, team, the everybody who's here, uh, to make your day a little brighter. And that's what we hope we do, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So to my left and... uh, the, the audience is right is uh, <laughs> audience is always no right. idea but to my left is Jared our tech guy he holds the whole thing together we're not here without Jared and Wi-Fi that's the two things that keep us rolling say hello Jared hey everybody yeah and then next to Jared today we mixed it up what do I do here because uh, normally I introduce I will introduce who I normally introduce now yeah. are you going to position this, boxes is yeah, this how you're going to do it it's still be the same order yeah. oh okay I didn't know if, do we need to talk about the issues we have with Scott <laughs> I think or so is, we don't have time because Scott <laughs> right Scott our man Scott who we used to call Gator till he up and got married messed it all up um, <laughs> and then on top of that moved out of the IE mm-hmm. right and yep. then moved into the OC Mm-hmm. Boozy. Trying to, yeah, boozy. Trying to act like he's got some money or something. <laughs> What's up, Scott? You <laughs> brought a prop, Scott, with his uh what is tell me tell us, Scott, what first of all say hello, Scott. Hello. How's everybody doing? Good. Except for you you okay, I have to say this. Scott is not live in the room with us. Yeah. We had to roll him up on Zoom. So what are you drinking? He's live, just not in the room. Well he is live. Some, uh, what is it? Voss water Voss? in a martini glass. Wow. Is that a chilled martini glass? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, you're so stuck up, you can't even call it Voss water. you got to call it Voss. Wow. What's up with that, man? You get that from your neighbor? Your neighbor dropped that off? Right. Thirsty. Yes, I stole it as I got home. Was it on the porch? You just went over and took it? Is that, is, is that all they sell at the Trader Joe's that I know you shop at now? <laughs> Trader well, Joe's 99 cents only store. <laughs> yeah. There's no AMPMs or anything anymore out there, right? Wow. Right. You guys get gas from a moving oil tanker that just pulls up while you're driving. <laughs> Can't have gas stations in right. our neighborhood. Uh-oh. Um, Scott froze up. 
And then, obviously, sorry, it's awesome. Obviously, the last uh, cat in our uh, what, what's a group of cats? Litter. <laughs> I have no idea. It's like verbal litter. A gaggle. Yeah. A, gaggle. <laughs> a gaggle of kittens. A gaggle. Is our man a Ray. A Ray. murder of cats. Ray, say hello Hi, everybody. everybody. It's great Hi, to everybody. be here. Thanks for having me back, John. Hey, <laughs> no problem. Um, it really wasn't up to me, but thanks for being here. <laughs> and then finally, mm-hmm. we have a guest today. Drum and uh, we don't do guests very much. We promise every week we're going to have more guests. And then we don't have any. And now today we actually have a guest. And uh, I want to introduce a friend of mine who is... Uh, a legend. I don't even know if I can say this, but I'm a legend in the game of comedy. Uh, yeah, no, no kidding. At least in in our local area, but actually even abroad. Meaning, Whoa. I don't know about abroad, but definitely cross or nationally. She's done some national stuff. But um, is her name's Linnea? This is my friend Linnea Dominguez. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Yes, Linnea. Give her a hand, everybody. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe we could pipe in and the effects in the yeah, after okay, editing some, yeah, some woo When you said abroad, I didn't know if that's, that's what you were referring I to. Was, yeah, no, <laughs> I kept my mouth shut. I bit my tongue. <laughs> what are you, Frank Sinatra? Right? We have a broad here. We have a broad. <laughs> we have a guest. She's a broad. Um, I walk in the studio. Who is this broad? Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you said that because I don't, I, it's not that I don't want to be branded an IE comic. It's not a bad thing, but no. I, the only thing is, is I don't want to be closed in because I don't right. want people to think. Oh, because I right. do I have San Francisco, Utah, right. Chicago, Oregon. Right. Ultimately, I want to, obviously, all the states and then abroad. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Well, and actually, I wasn't going to say the idea. I was actually going to say Southern California. But even at that, you don't want to be limited to just SoCal, right. Right. right? So I totally understand. And the thing about you that I love the most is, and then I want to get into some of the history of how I met you and kind of what you do and how you do what you do, is um, your, your organization. Like, she's a comic, but she doesn't just do comedy. You actually have an organization. Tell us the name of your organization. Comedy for Causes. Yeah, and this is the first thing that caught my eye. Well, it's the second thing that caught my eye about her. I'll tell the story about the first thing that <laughs> caught my eye, but the second thing that caught my eye about <laughs> so her. So embarrassing. Was this, was this, this uh, organization that she has, and, and I've done, I don't even know how many, but, but more than a few shows with Miss Linnea and her organization, Comedy for Causes. Just amazing concept. I mean, it's one of those things you run across sometimes where you think, man, I wish I'd have thought of that. Mm. And 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 she's doing too well for me to just steal it and do better than her. So, <laughs> so. by the grace of God, seriously, yeah. like I'm I'm grateful because I, I'm smarter than some, not John. You are no. Well, but most I've of had us people are. call me well, comics in general. You know, they sometimes like they maybe they won't wake up until around. They haven't necessarily had corporate jobs, right? And that's not a bad thing. But you know, when you're an entertainer, you have to switch hats whenever you become yeah. a, a business person, a salesperson, a marketer, communicator. Right. I've had other comics. You know Johnny Flowers? Yep. Okay. So Johnny reached out to me. He's a comic in Orange County. Yeah. And he reached out to me a few years back and he said, hey, hey, sis, I want to jump on this um, uh, fundraiser concept. How do I do it? And I said, it's simple. Call the animal shelter. Tell them you want to produce a comedy show to raise money for their organization. And I said, book your comics, make your flyers. Tell them they secure a venue. And it's like that. And he's like, Oh, wow, sis, that's, you know, can we meet for lunch so you could explain that? That sounds like work. It's <laughs> <laughs> a classic comic response. I love because my thing is, is I just did. I, yeah, I, right, you just yeah. laid yeah. out the whole game plan. And it's actually so simple, <laughs> right. super simple. Right. But I've had people in other states, too, reach out to me. And so for a minute, Interesting. I thought about creating a franchise. Mm. 
Mm. Because then because people in other states, and, and then it would, there would be rules though, because if I'm gonna have my logo behind your head, your brand, your whatever it may be, you have to sign this, this yep. contract that basically says you won't make me look bad yeah. or you're out of the franchise. Mm. So that makes sense. There's so many opportunities for it. And it doesn't if you work could, for Taco Bell though, because a lot of people still make Taco Bell look really bad. But um, and they're not <laughs> it just out. takes one one review, <laughs> one yeah. review, and next thing you know, it's Taco. Can we say hell? Because there's hell in the Bible, yeah, right? Taco hell. Yeah, Taco hell. <laughs> you know what? I don't stop eating there. I don't. You know, and it's never a good night yeah, ever. No, but I don't stop. Yeah. No, nobody stops. That's I the love, problem. I I love how bad it is. We all do. It's unfortunately, it's our self-sacrificing mentality, but yeah. More of a Del Taco guy myself. Yeah, well, but that, we, call fries. That, we call that yeah. hell taco. So, they you have, know, taco hell, hell taco. They have crinkle cut fries. I do yes, like crinkle do. cut fries. We're way off base now. But the point is, <laughs> this is what our show is. <laughs> this is what <laughs> happens with our show. Right, it's like nine minutes in. Like taco what? Mesa. Taco, <laughs> taco Mesa? Oh, it must be an OC thing. Yeah, he's out there snobbering. $300 tacos. Yeah, they... They don't even serve much shells. It's tacos on flatbread. You know, it's <laughs> wow. It's it's a falafa taco. Yeah, yeah. It's a falafa. Yeah. Real meat. Falaco. 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 That's it. It's a falaco. It's all vegan. And it's vegan, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. That's funny. I had somebody asked me that one time. My purse. They said, "I really like your purse. Is it? Is it? Is it animal? Is it vegan? No, it was a different one because that one's not. That's pure cow." <laughs> Is it vegan? They refer to a purse as vegan or not? It was nauseating. I said, I don't uh, know, because I wasn't planning on eating it. Right. That, <laughs> I didn't ask that. I'm going to start asking that of everything I buy. Yeah. Right. But is it for vegan? me, personally, Be my the car dog. car dealership is a vegan. Yeah. yeah. If my dog, like, wants to, like, you know, really get intimate with my purse, I know it's leather. <laughs> I just mean, like, cuddling, you know, and smelling it. It's leather. Of, it's really leather. Then of, I know it's pure. Why is my purse moving? Bunch of baby, baby purse That's is a running real around. Purse. You what see is it? in my purse? Unzip it. Oh, <laughs> it's my stuck. Gosh. Oh my god. That's wow. That's. Take, that's a purse dog going too far. But, um, <laughs> no, it's taking too Jeez, many liberties. Penelope was checking the quality of the product. Penelope. Wow. Mm-hmm. That Whoa. was my doggy. That's cool. So yeah. the organization, though, give us the gist of what. You obviously help people raise money, but what I notice is a lot of the causes that you do are types of causes that, I mean, people want to give money to. I'm sure you've probably done some other stuff that isn't quite as moving, maybe, maybe not, but everything I've ever seen you do is pretty moving. Like it's, do you have some examples of the causes that you've raised money for, the types of things that people are asking you to help them raise money for? Well, it's interesting you say that because I do, I have ran into a couple of situations where it's a cause that I didn't necessarily support. For example, Mm. this one woman, she she said she needed reconstructive breast surgery and oh, that's what it was going to be she for. did a show so that she could okay well so she could have an enhancement surgery but she made it seem as though she she had cancer related issues oh okay, okay. but okay. when i started doing so my goal is one day to have actual employees that can vet these things yeah, yeah one yeah. that will help with a sponsorships team. another one that will help with graphics another yeah. one that will help vet the causes yeah. but so i have had a couple occasions where it was causes i wasn't necessarily sure. uh, but here's how it started in 37 when i was 37 that was 2000 careful 10 i know no i'm 48 now so it happens um keeps happening i guess but i was dared to try an open mic i did i loved it but i'm thinking oh my gosh i've I've been i worked for inland empire magazine so i've been there forever Mm. i thought how am i going to reinvent myself at 37 Mm. 
And I don't want to play the game. You know, the comics have to play where they go to Hollywood, they put their name in a hat yep. to maybe be picked to do three minutes. Right. Or then you have to go in front of, um, you know, like America's Got Talent, and then you have your, your passion scrutinized. Mm. I didn't want anything to jeopardize that. Mm. So um, I, I remember, oh, okay, so we were going through the recession, and my pastor was talking about, and I'd only been doing comedy for about a year. My pastor was talking about how people, you know, because of the recession, people weren't tithing just because of obviously financial reasons. Right. And we do a Mexico house build every year. We build, I haven't gone yet. I say mm. we because I still support it. But it's an A-frame house in Mexico. Nice. And it's basically families that have lived in a box, you know, right. they got this, and that's a nice house for them. So we weren't able to do it one year. And I told pastor, I said, oh, what if we did a comedy show to raise mm. money for that? And pastor said, let's do it. And so I did. I just put together some comics for my open mic. I, I told them at the church, you know, and I'd watch them, and I knew they were capable of doing clean comedy. Mm -hmm. Well, then the night of um, the show, my church only seats maybe 200. It's a small little place in Ranch Cucamonga. The night of the show, my pastor, we're all in the green room, me and the comics, and my pastor said, Linnea, come here. He takes me outside, and there's a line around the back of my church. Wow. For all these people that came for this. Yeah. That's awesome. I will say, um, there were a couple dollars having to be put in a curse word jar. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm doing this, not for me. Right. I walked. To, I did really good. But one of the comics, um, so he kind of mm -hmm. stepped on, on. But it's okay. Pastor afterwards, he said, overall, it went really well. We raised a lot of money. Yeah. And um, the very next day, I realized, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm. So mm. God, that's cool. I, I had, I didn't have a good upbringing, and John knows a, a little bit about that. But if I can laugh at it, right. So that's what I figured. So I was like, okay, God gave me a terrible upbringing. So that, I, no, I'm joking. <laughs> God gave you. <laughs> I just spun that real quick. Right. <laughs> I said that. But no, it made me a survivor. Um, and not necessarily a survivor, a thriver, like mm -hmm. taking it to the next level. And yeah. um, then I was telling my pastor, I said, I, I want to call it causes because I don't want to be limited to one. Right. And then it was so crazy. I looked, comedyforcauses.com was available, comedyforcauses.net, and comedyforcauses.org. It really is amazing, because there obviously are comedy fundraisers before Lania entered the world, but yep. um, but it's amazing that nobody came up with that name. I and mean, that's what I'm saying. It's that, that was the part. I was like, man, I wish I'd have thought of it. That is, and we have others. Uh, there's at least two other guys I know locally yeah. that we, you know, that... Um, they do a similar thing where they 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 produce shows and different for fundraisers. Things. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so and I and I know you know they have their own brand like Mel Austin, who we want to have on the show eventually, does uh, clean. He, he moved right. Colorado? Yeah, he's in Colorado. Um, and so um, what? I'm sorry. What's his thing? Clean. It's clean comedy, but I'm squeaky sorry. clean. Squeaky clean. Thank yeah. you. That's his brand. And then Mike Cano has. Um, I don't know if he has a brand name, but but he's definitely got. Uh, a footprint you know Correct. in this area and yeah he, he does, does a lot, lot of and even things he doesn't post he does things right. for law enforcement schools right. him and mel had a thing for a yeah, while they were, doing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were doing a great job it's just a lot of cool stuff like that i still remember the first time i met lania was in a um an open mic that you were i think running or you know you were performing that's what it was. You were going to be was that in the a one show. In San Bernardino? Yeah, but that I think was it was so awful. But you you were listed. You'll I know. feel like <laughs> as a performer, but then they were had some level of an open mic. So, and I was just starting out. And I remember where I first saw you was actually at uh, the place in Claremont. Flappers. Flappers. That, that's the one I ran. That was no, the open yeah. mic and I ran. It was a clean. I thought it was clean. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, the one at Flappers. Yes. It was Yeah. So my first thought was, oh, this girl does clean comedy. This is cool. She produced shows. I'd like to go see her. Mm. And I saw your name in this one thing, and maybe I'll do some time. <laughs> I was still kind of nervous about open mics at that point. I just started. 
But I said, well, at least I can come and watch. And of course, I knew going in that there, a that a lot of open mics are you know dirty and all that. But I was like, I still want to see how Lenita does. So I go oh, in. Love. <laughs> and I now, mind you, I did not know. Had I known he was a pastor, literally, Aww. I don't. Regardless, it's respect. I would not have gone where I did. Hmm. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I got foul. It was. A, it's a bar. Yeah. It's a lot of. I mean, I think I was the only female on the lineup. Right. Oftentimes, that's the case. It's right. a lot of men. Right. Um. It's a. It's kind of a divey bar in San Bernardino. Okay. And all the male comics were going that direction. So I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm. <laughs> and then John introduced himself to me. <laughs> Pastor John Hill. Yeah. I don't usually introduce myself as Pastor John Hill, actually, but I think you had must but have asked me what I do or something. About, yeah. We actually got on the on the on the a conversation of marriage and and I was telling you I was having a problem because my ex husband um, liked watching porn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I remember that I, I eventually told my husband, I was like Two days after that, I said, I don't want to watch that anymore. And he goes, his chin quivered. Like, what What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. And I said, well, I was talking to a comic who's also a pastor. And he said. Great. <laughs> Slash pastor. Because <laughs> John, John was very clear. He said, you shouldn't have to sacrifice your value system based off of somebody else's you know, and that's when I told Andrew, I don't have to sacrifice my value system based off of what you want. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's funny. It's like a kitten calendar. Oh my goodness. That's it was pretty hilarious. awesome. <laughs> and then we stopped. And we literally, and see, the sad thing is, it was getting to the point, in our, we'd been together like 20 years. It was getting to the point that every time to get intimate, he was like, okay, let's do that. And so I, right. that's, I start to feel less of sure. a commodity, well, you know? Yeah, that's so right. that's but hilarious. It was good. It made me, it, was, that, it empowered me. Wow! Mm. So, so it ruined you your marriage, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. John ruins another marriage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. I pride myself on my marital counseling skills. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I I still think you know, as I obviously as we moved from there and watched and you watched you grow and, and just like you mentioned earlier, you do talk in your your routine, your your bits about how you grew up and everything, right. which is I think the most authentic way to do comedy, especially starting out i think as guys and girls are in it longer maybe they produce a show they stop doing certain material they have to start with new material maybe they move on from that but the most authentic is when you're in you know the jokes you're not yeah. just up there doing random stuff you know you, you're actually and no one could really is no one the proper term so you know how we hear of comics stealing comics jokes yep, yep. it's a thing Right. They can't really take mine, right. which that's why I really like that my voice is my story, yeah. my walk. I mean, I have some jokes that are very edgy. One of them is an abortion joke, mm-hmm. and, and I and it's not it's not terrible. But I was 16 when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. and my mom was really violent. My mom used to tell. I remember her specifically telling me and my sisters, "If you ever get pregnant, you'll lose it because I'll beat your mm-hmm. backside." Your donkey. Wow. Yeah. yeah, your donkey. Yeah. So my mom was really violent, and I was honestly scared if she knew. I didn't know what would happen. Mm. So I did contemplate an abortion because I was afraid of the, sure, right. not sure. because I don't care. No, I know. Yeah. I mean it just I was scared. And so I joke about how my son survived that. Mm-hmm. And it, it turns into a funny joke, but it's it these are based off of life stories. Absolutely. I mean right, right. I say that my mom lives with me, but then I I say lives is kind of a liberal term because she's in a box mm-hmm. in my bedroom. <laughs> but you know, hey, and it's really funny because I was talking to you know Joe Albert? I've heard, yeah, I know Joe. Yeah. He book shows. Yeah, yeah. We were talking the other day because he said, because I've done a couple of his shows and he said, I'll be honest, he says, you're funny. He said, but the the church show that we did, they thought your humor was just a little too dark. And I yeah. said, 
I can almost bet you though, Jesus would have laughed. <laughs> because he liked my kind of people right but um but it does get a little dark i mean but then again that's just what i'm from i mean my mom was married 10 times i came in at number seven um she passed away from drugs so i have my mom's urn in my bedroom from drugs and my sister's urn in my bedroom Mm. and my mom was 50 my sister was 49 um it was funny because i was telling somebody the other day i said i said what did Something about, well, they could always have it worse. And I go, oh, God, I guess not. Because <laughs> you'll give you worse than a box, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's Gosh. great. That's good. Were you guys on a milk route? <laughs> on a milk route? Yeah. On a, <laughs> Scott. Wait, okay, you need to explain that to me. So, Why? there was a milk man? So here's was the there thing. Here's the thing. What was happening? Here's the Just thing. your mom the 10 Scott, times. Scott. Uh, <laughs> Scott's folks got, if I understand correctly, I think Scott's folks got divorced, right? Right. Here's what I know. Scott's stepdad was a milkman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now tell me that's not just inherently funny. That Scott's yeah, I wouldn't have believed stepdad it. is the milkman. Oh, it gets better. But wait, before or after? See, this is what we don't know. This is the complicated part. Right. Uh, did, this is the gray Did you area. or the delivery? This is the gray or area. Or the bottles? Oh, but then, oh, but then, okay, better. but this is the thing. Was there another death? This is the thing, though. I don't know, but what I do know is Scott tells us that then, for some period of his childhood, preteen years, whatever, he went with his dad and delivered the milk while his dad disappeared to parts unknown. <laughs> so I Scott, drove the truck. Scott's left in the truck, the listening, truck. listening to the flashers. Tick, 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 yeah. Tick, tick. Interesting. Where's my dad? In the meantime, there's a bunch of like Scott replicas out there. In the right? Yes, yes. There's female yeah, yeah. Scots, male Scots, twin Scots. Like man, what in the world? Uh. <laughs> Your brother was all brothers and sisters all along that route. Well, he's obviously right. Guy Fieri's brother, so oh, we get, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Dude, he is. nailed it. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't that. know if I have any brothers and sisters. That's the well, truth. That's the honest wow. thing. You as far as I know, I'm the only child. But wow. hey, as far hmm. as you know. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know. But we know the milk got <laughs> delivered every day, so there's a whole section of Stockton that looks just like you. That is a whole street. <laughs> you're you're lucky. I'm jealous because that's a cool thing to have. <laughs> and his, and his, yeah. his real dad had uh, what you he had a TV show, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. was what kind of TV show? Well, it was back in the seventy early seventies, and it was a show that that showed um you know housewives at that time didn't really work much i guess and so it was to how to sh- how to do things around the house and do crafts and all kinds of stuff it was like there a, you go. a current day hgtv type of the thing right what was, was the show called cool. yeah, what was, was it a reality called? show no it was called the daring decorator that's right <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> God forbid, what an edgy woman. The daring Ooh, I'm going to pull out the foil. Oh my gosh, it's going to get crazy up in here. Cover the windows with it. Right? How are we going to rip this yeah. saran wrap? Is, yeah, Ding could you dong. imagine? Who's here? Oh, it's the milkman. And his sidekick, the daring decorator. The milkman is here while I'm watching the daring decorator. <laughs> It was uh, so funny how the, the milkman got thrown into being like the the other dad, you yeah, know, right? right, right All yeah. the time. Right. No, so. it's true. But it's, it's, so there has to be some truth to it, right? I mean, it's out of game. Well, but then again, there's a pool boy. There's lots of different. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. But that, the pool boy is more of a fantasy. The milkman is <laughs> real. Yeah, 
Well, and chances are Milkman, Milkman had a dad bod, so <laughs> which would make That's it true. even more real. Because yeah, yeah. Pool Boy yeah. typically yeah. had his shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but there's the butcher, Sam the butcher, and Brady yeah. Bunch coming yeah. to see yeah. Alice. Yeah, right. but but you know, actually, they were both equally unattractive. Yeah. They were. <laughs> That's true. Because I was just thinking, I wouldn't have Sam. Oh, but wow. then again, neither. I'm just well, you know, wow. unattractive people need loving too, right? <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. But, I, but it doesn't mean you have to sentence them to another unattractive person. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best you're gonna do just yeah. settle yeah. just settle no no no, no. sometimes you should sometimes you should that's sometimes a, you should be grateful that that person liked that gap yes yeah. wow yeah. That gap, if that gap did it for me <laughs> yeah. i'm telling you well because i come from a long line of gaps i mean it's more so just no teeth because yeah. i joke about that no one in my family do. has them but well, I, I it's just do. lots of gaps yeah. that's hilarious no i i think one of my well, I'd probably get in trouble for admitting this, but one of the jokes I do, like, but partially because of how real it is, is when you talk about, um, you talk about all that growing up and, and a lot of men in and out of the house and all of that. And, uh, and then your time, first time to be intimate with someone. And then they do this thing like, who's your daddy? And you say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like real about it. It's like, I really don't know. <laughs> I know. He's wow. like, I'm right here. No, no. Oh, wow. The, the gap I was talking about is in my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my genes. Exactly. There's gaps. There's gaps in my right. genes. That takes a whole new line yeah. of that clothing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gap. And the original gap. The gap. The gap. <laughs> There's no, but no, we gosh, can't connect. You know, that's anybody. a good point because I never thought about that from another person's perspective. I just right. know of it from me. But there's multiple ways I can go with that. Like if I did yep. say no, I I'm I'm being serious because he's all trying to you know yeah. still get busy with me, and I'm right. like no, but no, listen, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, <help> me? <laughs> you just brought it up, which no, makes yeah. me now I want to talk. Let's unpack right. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then go I get on. a little bit further, and this is where I joke about being accidentally racist. I play with this because Sean Williams, my black friend, yes. who yeah. stamped this for me, yes, he's the one that gave me the idea, which makes it all okay. Okay. That does, does. One guy, I, yeah. Anytime I want to do a black joke, remotely black, <laughs> right. I, I call Sean. Like for example, I asked Sean. <laughs> I said, "What does it do whenever? What is it called whenever you know black women do the their move and their neck around?" He goes, "You mean chicken necking?" I go, <laughs> "Is that what it's called?" He goes, "You can't say that. <laughs> you, can ne- <laughs> you can never say that." And I was like, "Well, what do I call it then? Moving your neck like that? That's all you can say. That's all he would give you permission." Yeah, He's like, "Yeah, it. we're not giving you that much permission here." But in the Sean's joke, cool. I joke about how um, the guy I said because the, the guy said, "Who's your daddy?" I don't know. And then I get right. emotional. And I said, I don't know if you could hear the 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 black dialect, you know, in his voice. He right. sounds black. It's because he, he was black. Mm. And then he looked at me and said, I don't know either. <laughs> 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 and then we just hug and we talk about Maury. So he could have so he could have actually so he could have actually just said, Who's my who's my daddy? <laughs> oh, right? I don't know either. Then we both could have been like Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? No, right, who's your daddy? Right, right. That's funny. <laughs> we ain't got no daddy. I'll be your daddy. Oh, Actually, man. that could be a good joke. If he said that, who's your daddy? You say, I don't know who's yours. I don't know either. And then you both just weep. I mean, wow. the, the, the funny thing, though, is it's funny. But what I break down. And I know. I mean, it honestly. Is, it is. It I know there's, emotional. I know there's people who go to our church that are listening, and they're like, dude, really, Pastor? That you, That's funny. I'm, I'm saying this, though, and I mean this. But it's the authenticity of that, mm-hmm. that you you actually are making a joke from what is real pain. I mean, you know, it's, it's a real- Something could have, I have, 
I have three sisters. We all have different dads. My oldest, which was my world, is the one that passed in 2014. Mm. The other two were raised, was in foster homes. So my oldest was raised by my mom's parents. And then the other two were taken away from my mom when they were like five and six. Mm. And then I was raised with my mom, but you know, I stayed with friends and family throughout. Um, uh, But my other sister's in prison. I haven't seen her for over 20 years. I take her calls now because I know my I'm the baby, but my oldest sister would 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 have wanted me to take her calls, so that's the only reason I do it. Um, but my oh my point is, see what it could have done. I could have obviously went, and I would have been justified sure. if all of a sudden I ended up in the system. You know, right. maybe in jail, promiscuous, doing drugs, right. whatever, in a box. Right. It all could have been justified because I did have a really really um, ugly the. I didn't have the odds were against me right. in other words your, envir- so, your environment was not conducive and I didn't <laughs> there was nothing I tried everything I when I was 14 I tried to give myself up for adoption mm. so I called the newspaper and I gave her this you know my spiel and she's like well that'll be $43 and I'm like I don't have that mm. and she goes are you are you okay are you serious and I guess did you just hear me yeah did, and it does sometimes it does kind of upset me that not the system didn't let me down, but there were some people that no one necessarily came in to yep. say, hey. Yep. But there were, I did kept, I did pick up on some things. My mom was arrested multiple times, and I remember this time I was 12. She, the cops came to the house and picked her up, and they were cuffing her and putting her in the back of the car, and I was crying at the door because mm. they're taking my mom. And then this yeah. female cop came up to me, and she put her arm around me, and she says, honey, I know you're scared. It's only going to be for a couple of days. you mm. know." And I said, I, I was crying, but I told her, I said, I know what she did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know this is what happens. I said, but it just makes me sad, you know, because you're taking my mom away. And she said, she said, you have a good head on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And she says, and just don't forget that. So every now and then somebody of that caliber would say that to mm-hmm. me and make me think, maybe I am, you know, yeah. maybe something. Right. So, yeah. so that's when I figured I was adopted. Mm-hmm. But I, because <laughs> I'm smarter than right. Because you, know, you didn't come from that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't come from that ilk. Yeah. Did you happen to have any milk delivered to your house? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, you say that because yes, we did. That's funny. That's funny. Oh man, we it was actually what happened was is in we were I was thirteen and um we were being evicted, so we always lived everywhere for ninety days. Okay. Because that's how long you could stretch out an eviction. My mom never paid rent, never paid utilities. Wow. So she'd always turn it back on, though. After 5 uh, p.m., she'd turn the power back on. Or she'd give me the extension cord, say, Nini, could you go ask the neighbors? Um, but when I was 13, we were being evicted, and I told my mom. I came home, and she was always high. And when I came in the house, she was on the chair, and she was kind of nodding. And I said, Mom, we mm. have two weeks. Mm. we got to be out of here in two weeks. She says, don't worry. I'll figure this out. And I thought, well, maybe she won't. So I took the bike. I, I mean, I drove, rode my bike around the neighborhood and I found a house that was empty. Mm. I went inside and I saw, I, there were two teenagers making out in the living room. Oh, and gosh. I asked them, do you, do you know who who has this house? And she says, no, but there's a note or there's something on the counter. It was a water bill. Mm. And I remember my mom telling me one time, the utility companies know owners. Right. So I called the water company, asked who the owner was, got the name of the owner, called the owner. His name was George Logan. And wait, wait I, how old are you? 13. Wow. wow. And I told, I called him from the gas station, Sinclair Gas Station in Garden City, Idaho. And I was crying. And I go, my mom and I were, yeah, I went by your house and it's empty. And it's really nice. We're gonna get, and he's like, slow down. Hmm. He said, why don't you and your mom meet me at the house tomorrow and let's talk. So I went home and I told my mom and she's like, whatever, you know, she didn't. I mean, how much can you believe a 13 year old? Right, but, right. So the next day we met him and he rented the house to me and my mom. Wow. 
we lived there for I think the rent was 275 and my mom was getting cash aid from welfare and it was 250 and my mom's like I don't know how I'm gonna afford this but the landlord George he said we'll work it out and he did deliver milk because huh. turns out <laughs> he was the truant officer for all of Boise Holy smokes. So after um, he would go to certain schools, they would give him the extra milk and stuff. Yeah. And so he would bring it to our house. So he'd always bring extra Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was really cool. And it's cool because my mom never, I, I missed, I've been to 15 different schools before eighth grade. Oh, jeez. So I'm not dumb, but I didn't retain a lot of information. Sure. Yeah, you never could just stay, stay anywhere long enough. Right. Yeah. I was talking to someone yesterday and I said, Oh my gosh, I did not know this because I was watching Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was tripping out because I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like our soldiers were there fighting at the same time the Germans and the Jews and Hitler. Wow, that was an ironic um, mm. coincidence. Mm. And my friend said, what? You, you know they were the same. What do you mean? No. No, because there was Hitler and the Holocaust, and then there was us yeah. and World War II. He said, that's what, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're connecting the dots. You're connecting. I am, I am, I am. Wow. So I asked my daughter the, yesterday, the day before yesterday, or yesterday, I said, what, what year, okay, because she's giving me a hard time about not knowing, ge- uh, ge- what is that? History. 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 And I said, okay, tell me this. What year did you, st- did you guys do this? And she says, 10th grade, and I said, I was pregnant. Mm. Uh-huh. Not to say that anybody should do that, you know, if they're not wanting to learn. Right. But that could be a reason why I didn't. I was either pregnant or breastfeeding. So, mm. and, I, or, and I, I was able to go to prom, but that's because I had a sitter. <laughs> I'd get a sitter for prom. Yeah. Well, nothing messes up the Hitler chronology more than breastfeeding. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many things. Yeah. I didn't so, know. So, I'll come so, back to milk. So I could see, I could see somebody, I could see you trying see? to explain this to somebody, like trying to explain history to somebody and them going, them going, no, no, no. And you just shouting out, I was breastfeeding. <laughs> That's your response. I was doing the organic, yeah. I was being, just trying in here. That's and then this happened, and then this happened, none of this makes sense. Okay, look, I was breastfeeding. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to take right. notes at the same time? I got the football hold of my son. I'm trying. We didn't have a phone. Gosh, no cell phones. Oh, no. that's awesome. Well, I. I, it just makes it more powerful. I think what you do today, because of the comedy for causes and what you're able to do to help folks and and be able to be a part of that, and because of your background, because of your story, and and I know too, you know. You've given lots of, I know, comics work and some of that kind of stuff, too. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. Hey, this was only the first half of our interview with Lania Dominguez. Be sure to come back next week to hear the second half of her incredible story. Until then, have a great week. Hey.